welcome to a brand new episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, hey, yeah, what is beyond the mysterious beyond? <laughs> and we give each and every sequel a fair trial. My name is Justin Camps, and I'm here with Elizabeth Helley and Tyler Hymanson. And we've made it, folks. We've made it. We're at the halfway point. It's all oh, living on a prayer. <laughs> <laughs> it's all downhill from here. Uh, or, yeah, you know, who knows what's going to happen. Um, also, uh, happy Pride Month, you rainbow faces. Oh, boy. Right. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, we, we've brought you maybe one of the most problematic episodes of the <laughs> series here. <laughs> series here tonight. Um, uh, as we talk about uh, the Land Before Time 7, the Stone of Cold Fire. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Sounds like something Indiana Jones would want. I wonder, I wonder what that stone's going to be about. But, uh, you know, before we uh, get too far, uh, it's the top of the show here, and we always like to, uh, you know, give you a little info. You can email us uh, about your thoughts on the next seven Land Before Times, sequelrights at gmail.com, or you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at sequelrights. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcast. Five sky circles goes a long way to <laughs> helping other people find the podcast, and we really appreciate it. That's right. We love all those blinky lights. <laughs> um, all right, let's get into it. Universal Studios Home Video presents a brand new adventure, millions of years in the making, with Littlefoot, Sarah, Petrie, Spike, and Ducky. In the land before time seven, the stone of cold fire. What is a stone of cold fire? Glad you asked. When Littlefoot sees an amazing sight in the skies above the Great Valley, no one believes it's true. Perhaps you saw a flying rock that only seemed different. Which leads the gang on an unforgettable adventure. If we found that stone of cold fire, everyone could see it for themselves. A timeless quest of exciting discovery and lasting friendship. <laughs> I always cut it off like right before it gets into the songs because I don't want to give away any spoilers. <laughs> what year did this come out? I think this is the year 2000. Yeah. What year did Chicken Little come out? Oh, around it's got to be around the same time. <laughs> just let's, wondering, just wondering. Let's look. Let's look. Uh, that's a good, very good question. <laughs> Uh, 2005. Oh, okay. oh, all right. Well, the Disney copied this movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, wasn't Fair Chicken thing. Little was like a story before that anyways, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. but like it didn't. Ch- I mean, I've only seen this movie like half a time, Chicken Little, but like, didn't it turn out to be aliens? Uh, Maybe. I think so. <laughs> I remember. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I know the song from the compilation Disney CD better than I know anything about the movie Chicken Little. <laughs> Yeah, it always anyway. ends up being aliens in the end, doesn't it? <laughs> Look, we need to do a meme of the aliens guy with us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we totally should. What was that other? Uh, we had aliens in uh, Meatballs too, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. That that one. Aliens. That one was just about as unexpected as aliens in the land before. Dinner. I'm surprised we didn't get an alien in Beethoven, but mm. hey, there's still time. The Santa, there's still time. There's still t- I guess Santa could be an alien. Um, um, so it's been a few movies since we brought in this 3D animated galaxy opening, which is mm-hmm. sort of weird that they did it and then walked it back, and then now it's back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the I think the one thing that 
uh, I kind of liked about this movie is that it's got a little bit of uh, it's got a little bit of um, self-referential inside jokes for people who've been watching all the <laughs> Land Before it Time does. movies out of nowhere, like yeah, the opening, I- for example. <laughs> Where it's basically just Petrie like making fun of the all the openings that have existed. <laughs> yep. <laughs> in these in these movies. Yeah, that yeah. same meta thing I quite enjoyed when Sarah's just like, no, I'm not gonna go last over this thing. I'm gonna fall in something in mud yeah. or tar. <laughs> Every time we go out on an adventure, we always have to cross some sort of crazy lo- deep chasm with some sort of rotting some log. sort of treacherous <laughs> crossing. That, that was a great it. it was a great line that she brought up the fact that there's always a treacherous crossing but yeah. our friends in the IMDB trivia section calculated it and she actually has almost never actually been last <laughs> uh, it's usually Spike just like it is in this one because mm-hmm. then he always gets distracted tries to eat something nearly kills them all yeah yep that's amazing that people were like, well, actually, actually, yes. we ran the numbers. Sarah was never in the front, in the band. We yeah. have absolutely no right to use that voice. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's true. Against the people in the IMDb. I mean, show. I was just so happy that they were being self-referential. It didn't even occur to me to like go back and yeah. see how many times she was in the back, though. Yeah. And when they go in that cave, they're like, could we at least for like one time go into a cave and not find some sort of scary monster? Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought, yeah, I'm like, thank God these movies, like, all of a sudden out of nowhere are like, oh, yeah, we can make fun of ourselves <laughs> a little bit. Those are pretty a much the only, bit. those are like the only times, too, but it was enough mm-hmm. to make me go, yay. <laughs> In the midst of a pretty generic story with some weirdness going on. It was weird. I mean, okay. So Petrie's, like, say- saying that Flyers once ruled the Earth, Um for some reason, but then they start alluding to his disgraced uncle who like for the first 50% of the movie with the way they were talking about him, I was like, was he a child molester? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, isn't that what they made it seem like? Yes. It's like he did something so horrible that we can't explain it to you until you're older. And like, you know, he's been sent away and like you're not allowed to talk about him. I was like, okay. Yeah. Definitely a sex offender. Of some and it was sort, right? so, oh my God. Yeah. That's why I was saying like this, <laughs> this has a lot of problematic stuff in it. Cause even the way that the kids, like the first time that Toronto or whatever, uh, is interacting with the dinosaur kids. They're all kind of like, Ooh, we better get out of here guys. Like this guy's <laughs> stranger creep- danger. This guy's yeah. stranger me danger. <laughs> and Petrie's just like, no, he's my uncle. Yay. And it's just like, liars are like, liars. Kind of gross. The way yeah. that Littlefoot was like, I don't know why, but like, I just didn't like him. Is that okay? And grandpa was like, yes, of course. That's-. I was like, well, that's like a good conversation to be had with kids, but then they just kind of like go back on it all and ruin it, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. And they're just like, well, yeah, well, yeah, he said that, but like, we're if tough. your gut tells you, I don't want to be around this person. Like a kid should be able to, you know, be like, I, I didn't do it. You know, like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It was really creepy. They made a big deal about like, oh, we didn't know he was talking to the children. (laughs) Yeah. And also you shouldn't not talk to your kids about something like that until they're older. It's like, no, they need to know about it now. That's the whole point. So they know if something's wrong. Like, come on, grandpa. (laughs) Yeah. Grandpa is still pretty out of it in this movie. (laughs) Uh, we'll play a little clip of, I got, I have one clip of grandpa this week, which uh, okay. I thought was funny, but, um, yeah. So like in the middle of the night, everyone's asleep. Uh, 
Littlefoot rolls over on a pine cone or something. <laughs> wakes up. Yeah, it was like a pistachio. Like I was, I was nah. confused. It was really weird. Like they could have just had him wake up because of a noise. Instead, they had him roll over on something that like pokes something him in the crunchy. Back. Yeah, we have to explain why he would be awake. And um, nobody else was. Yeah, and uh, he sees the titular stone of cold fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, flying across the sky, which, by the way, uh, crashes right near uh, what was it called, Three Horn Peak? And I was like, why don't we have to have a whole movie that yeah. explains like the backstory behind Three Horn Peak and what happened to Soros Rock? <laughs> P.S. Yeah, that would have been a great callback had the Stone of Cold Fire crashed next to Soros Rock. I know. I wonder if they were just like, oh, we just had an entire movie about Soros Rock. We can't, we can't do it again with this one. But it was just weird that like. Yeah, it looked like, you know, if you're watching the movie, the I don't I guess you, I don't know the orientation of the Great Valley, but it looked like they were looking in the exact same direction as where the <laughs> Saurus rock would have been, but instead it's a giant triceratops rock mountain, whatever. Stupid. It looked cool though, but I was like, why? It did look cool. Why? Keep also, the continuity. Grandpa, Grandpa calls Sarah's dad Mr. Threehorn in this, and we mm-hmm. still have not heard anybody call him Daddy Tops. So I may have been duped by the Land Before Time Wikia community. But hey, it could still, still it, it could happen as you know, if it happens as recent as the newest movie, they might have put it as That's Daddy true. Tops. That's <laughs> right. So I, uh, I am not questioning their integrity. I'm just waiting eagerly for it to happen. <laughs> please, I'm, please, I'm using the my moniker. father was Mr. Three, Mr. Threehorn. <laughs> call me Daddy Tops. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I have been starting to use that moniker in my sound clips and stuff like Daddy Tops does this. Yeah. Oh God, it's just it's just more fun. It is. Um, so after Littlefoot sees the thing, he wakes up his grandparents. They didn't see it, and he's like, "Oh well." And then rather than showing him like trying to explain what happened to other people or getting everybody all you know riled up, they just cut immediately to the scene where they're telling him he's a liar and then he needs to stop talking about it and i was like who cares about like why does anyone care about this yeah maybe you should shut up about that like they skipped the whole part where him talking about it is bad for some reason right like what did it cause that then makes everyone so angry it's just because yeah, it's insane. It's like nobody in like no parent in this has ever been trapped being t- told about a Pokemon card or something else like that. Like kids say <laughs> bullshit all the time. Like it's like if you were like, no, let's not talk about that. It's too fantastical. It's like, <laughs> it's like they're okay. trying. I think what did they say? Like they didn't they didn't want to like spook the long walkers or whatever, like because they had guests in the Great Valley for two <laughs> seconds. Yeah, like basically they were just mad at him because he was saying stuff that other people didn't believe like is he it, wasn't proposing anything he wasn't t- like it's so stupid is it possible <laughs> that they all know because like we don't realize late till later on that toronto thinks that the stone of cold fire is going to give him like x-men powers or something <laughs> and like he basically has a marvel villain <laughs> like yeah storyline and so is it that they don't like that's what that's what he's always talked about is like we'll find that stone and then it'll be amazing and so like they've always heard him talk about it and so that's why they're like hey little foot don't talk about no it doesn't seem like that's the case at all i know (laughs) they're just like you're spooking us all with this shit mumbo jumbo uh i guess it would be like if a kid 
is like talking about their imaginary friend who's like dead, you know, like, right, <laughs> like yeah. you know, like like a spooky movie, you know. Uh, like, he used to live here until he died. <laughs> died. You know that kind of thing, <laughs> yeah. like, you know. But like Little Miss not saying anything like that. I don't understand why they're so. Mad. Also, they would see so many like shooting stars and meteorites back then. It, like it would happen all the fucking time. Yeah, yeah, they literally somebody literally said I think grandpa is like, Well, we see falling rocks all the time. You know, yeah. like it just I I know, I, I kinda wish we would have seen the scenes where he was just going around telling everyone and they were like, Shut up, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah or like maybe him continuing to talk about it causes something that makes everyone mad. But nope, they just cut straight to it. And uh, while they're all yelling at him, two rainbow faces come mm-hmm. to his rescue. And sing a little song that convinces pretty much nobody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is uh, the, the this is the first song of uh, three, and there's a reprise actually. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, first for the, reprise for the we've first ever time. had. I was shocked. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it's called "Beyond the Mysterious Beyond," and it's like this weird. Uh, it's like this weird mixture between like. Willy Wonka, somewhere out there, part of your world part type of, of world, thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like it well. was. It was interesting though because they got like uh, the guy who does the voice of Rainbow Face One <laughs> is uh, Charles Kimbrough, um, and he was actually nominated for a Tony for being in uh, being part of Company. So like, more importantly, he was in Hunchback. Oh well, yeah, there you go. But I mean, like, they have Victor. a they have a real singer here, which yeah. was kind of nice for once instead of kids and and the guy who sings later in the movie. Um, but I, uh, I like how this song is the equivalent of somebody watching like the intro song for Reading Rainbow or Wishbone or some old PBS show from our cartoon and they're just being like nah and changing the channel that's that's their response to all of it is being like oh something curious and interesting no it's amazing um (laughs) I wanted to talk about this song too because I think that this is the first time where we've seen uh, a song being sung and performed in front of people who are like not involved in the song. (laughs) So like every other one has been like the kids off by themselves or the villains by themselves. And this one's like two weird dinosaurs that look like they're, I mean, they come out with their eyes are like red. I was like, are these guys stoned or like, are they supposed to be hippies or what? Um, and I'm wondering if like everyone was actually watching them sing or if it was like a weird situation where they froze for a second or something. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Daddy Tops had the song where like he was inflicting the song on other people. Where he was like, here I come, like listen to me. Were uh, there but- other people around for that? Yeah, like he, but he was like stomping towards other dinosaurs. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah. He oh, okay. in front of everybody. Yeah, and by but, like, everybody, no, I mean one, the like, two other generic dinosaurs that they drew. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but this one, you're right. It's like nobody's actually doing anything. Like they're all just kind of standing around and they have watching like, the song and being like, "Okay, bye." Yeah, they have <laughs> nice. conversations in the middle of the song. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know these people. What the fuck is it going on over there? <laughs> It's like at the end they were gonna put a hat out for money and no one was gonna put anything in it. <laughs> and that's our show. Thank you very much. We're part of the 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 traveling crew. We'll be gone in a month. Happy Pride Month, everyone. Yeah. yeah. No, it's so funny how like it is Pride Month right now, but like that like they immediately are like I think I think it is Daddy Tops. He's like, I'm not gonna let two rainbow faces tell me how to think. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, I have this. Uh, I have this amazing clip. Uh, oh, okay. 
where like, cause yeah, up until then, you know, you don't hear what their, their name is at all. And it's really, yeah. and it's really awkwardly emphasized in this moment right here. What if it was, for example, a stone of cold fire? What does the rainbow face mean? <laughs> there's like, everyone's like, How did you ever and there's like a louder guy. What does the rainbow face mean? Also like, well, I, I, how do they have a concept of a rainbow? Uh, yeah. Because I let's not, we already talked about Skywater versus rain. You can't have a rainbow without rain. Yeah, they also wouldn't know about colors, I don't think. So what yeah, would they? Well, no, there's a whole thing about colors oh, in yeah. the later song too. I was like, what's the deal with colors? We'll get, yeah. we'll well, get they, to I that. I think they knew colors because they've always talked about green food. But like, the very beginning, that's true. That's right, so, true. I mean, I, do we really want them to be calling them color faces? Though I don't know if that's better. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> well, oh, yeah, I was stripe oh, color, stripe face, face. stripe face, I, literally anything else. I was like, okay, what would fine. they? Rainbow faces. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was gonna say like they must have seen rainbows in general uh throughout their lives so what do you think they would call a rainbow i they they call it color sky band color. sky color band the sky band oh yeah i don't know you're you're right but uh yeah tyler they sing the uh, you're right they sing this entire song and it ha- comes to this wonderful ending and then this happens I'm sorry, but what are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Grandpa doesn't. Uh, he's just like, how? <laughs> Who's he? <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> um, oh and uh, I know we've joked about this, but... Um, Daddy Tops does go full on, uh, like super Top. tropey racist in this. <laughs> yeah. He literally says, "You're not from around here, are you?" You might yeah. say that. Then let me tell you how things work in these parts. I was like, I almost spit up my drink when he's like, "You're not from around here." We don't take kindly to your type around here. I was like, here. "Wow, okay." They're they're like not even being subtle with this anymore. Not that they were really being subtle before. Oh, daddy tops. Oh, oh daddy tops. <sighs> but yeah. no, I honestly, though, like after this song and everything, I still did not see the alien thing coming at all. Like, uh, no, me neither. Yeah. Even though they said, oh, I guess you could say we're not from around here. Like, I, I was not making that connection at all. I know. I, I went back and when I, after they realize, you know, they make it extremely obvious that they're aliens towards the end. Uh, you go back and watch this and you can see them being like, oh, there's so many things out there. In fact, there's one giant plant. And then the other like dinosaur like cuts them off. Like, and then you're like, <laughs> so watching it back a second time, they're like, oh, okay. Yeah. I see how you could figure that out. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I, my initial thought was that they were like hippies or something because yeah, they were just weird. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's the first song. Then we finally meet Toronto, which has a silent P in it, by the way, in case <laughs> yeah, you weren't watching with silent. captions. Toronto. It is Paterno. Paterno. Uh, <laughs> Toronto. Uh, they continue to talk about him like he's a child molester for quite some time. Mm-hmm. And then it doesn't help that he then, when he appears, he talks to the kids only and is like, don't tell your parents I'm here. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, Real creepy. Yeah. Bye. Real creepy. 
He goes from molester to child murderer fairly quickly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, but guys, he's good inside. Okay, don't worry. He's about good it. inside. Oh God. Yeah. I mean, okay. So, but before we even get to that, like at the point where they reveal like what actually happened to cause him to be banned from the tribe, and Grandpa like tells this whole story, like what happened wasn't even his fault like it wasn't they make it seem like the worst thing ever and really it was just that this guy had ptsd he had trauma from seeing everybody die and not being able to help them and he took the blame for it and then he became evil because everyone ostracized him at that point yeah but didn't he like wasn't it was his fault because he led them that way didn't he because he was like i don't know where i'm going like, I thought they were going to say that he was in cahoots with the sharp teeth oh, to I lead see. them there, no, no. but he totally wasn't. It was a complete accident. And then when he came back to the group, instead of being like, I'm sorry, you were right or whatever, he just couldn't talk about what happened. And so they threw him out. Yeah, it was his hubris because what they were saying is that, you know, they their committee, they all make choices together. And yeah. he was like, right. that's dumb. I'm going to go this way, which sure. is something that and Sarah does every people. fucking movie. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so it's like it, they, they do blame him for that. But this is the first movie where they've had it be, oh, our sacred communal choice making where like the, the adults fight every single fucking time. Yeah. Like at this point, basically, he's ostracized because he had a political like or some sort of belief. He led people the other direction. It didn't go well through technically no fault of his own. Mm-hmm. And then he is like a criminal to them mm-hmm. because of that for some reason. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> he caused like, the I'm death not, of Obviously he becomes evil because of what he's trying to do now that he's back. But like the original cr- punishment did not fit the crime in my mm-hmm. opinion, <laughs> which is like, it seems like that the initial crime, he was punished for far longer than he was for this crime. Yeah. They totally kicked him out. Yeah. It's very strange what they like, we don't Come understand to- dinosaur law. That's for another <laughs> podcast. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I did kind of enjoy that uh, that lore dump where it was like, "This is what really happened on our journey." Because I was like, "Oh yeah, I guess <laughs> I guess in the first movie we just see uh, find Grandma and Grandpa at the Great Valley at the end, and we don't really yeah. see how they get there." So it, it was wasn't fun- interesting. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say it was fun to hear that, and now I like to think that. Uh, Maybe uh, Sarah's mom and her sisters went off <laughs> with the pterodactyl guy. <laughs> oh, no. Or Spike's family. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, it is funny how they kind of back themselves up against a wall there, though, because they, it was like, oh, it all happened in the Great Valley. And it's like, there's not a lot of time in the Great yeah. Valley. For, so I for am more. glad that they at least worked that out, that it happened before they got, got there, there, which yeah. I guess was but, I mean, it was not that long ago. <laughs> No, we yeah. don't know how many and, cold times have passed. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, the kids have not grown at all. No. Yeah. They never, so... they're never going to. <laughs> you guys, <laughs> you guys who said that puberty was going to happen are wrong. I, 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 think, I think. I'm still, we still got seven more movies. Just That's yeah. true. Come on. Okay. Well, <laughs> it's very weird. And there's, you know, they don't really ever like, they sort of allude to it, but they don't like, quite deal with the shame that Toronto has brought upon Petrie's mom as like this is my brother who you know did this and like she sort of addresses it but like also then not really yeah and like you know how that would life would be for her in the in the group after that but. yeah uh, 
But uh, I guess it's good that he wasn't a child molester. <laughs> yeah. Thank, that is good. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I can't deal with that. I can't deal with that in the Land Before Time movies. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> um. So another problem about having all of these various adult flyers around this time instead, like we've had Petrie's mom consistently, but now that we have like, toronto and these two other evil guys and then the big random flyer that comes in at the end like the scale in this movie is even more whack than all the other ones have been before this and yet like still better than cats somehow right well yeah i mean please but like it's all over the place like there are times when ducky is like in so tiny that she's like in the cloth <laughs> yeah. and there are other times where she's like so big that she sits across all of Sarah's head you know and like the the big um the big flyers are like so much bigger than Littlefoot and Sarah and it makes no sense whatsoever yeah they're ginormous yeah there's yeah. totally that there's that yeah that that moment I thought about that too at that moment where like they're chasing Ducky and you see like the claws coming behind her and I was like oh my god they look like gigantic and yeah. before sometimes he looks like the same size as Littlefoot or something right <laughs> so I don't know it's really bizarre and worse than it's been in previous movies yeah, yeah. did you guys want to talk th- about the animation and all in this this is a remember last time i think tyler right. you said this is the first changeover from yeah the last the last one was the last cell shaded animation yeah. it looks a little bit more modern honestly i think some of it is weird i think that overall i think that they have a little bit more quality control in terms of how the things are looking but i don't think it necessarily looks better right <laughs> but it definitely doesn't it has a lot less of the weirdness that we've seen in some some shots. But the, the, I mean, some of the scale is another issue that is just as weird as some of those other things. There was but one- that's even more about planning than the animation yeah. itself, you yeah. know, and just not having correct models and not, you know, yep. but like, I mean, it definitely looks a lot smoother. Like you don't have all the like, like weirdness mm-hmm. and like, lines everywhere like so so everyone's like super smooth now no one ever has any scales or (laughs) any texture to them but at least they're cleaner i guess like (laughs) that sounds like that sounds like some daddy tops logic i guess i thought that a lot of the backgrounds still looked really good yeah um because they weren't like they were more like paint like looked more traditionally painted i guess there was um, there was just one p- moment where i was like yeah <laughs> there's a part where uh where like they show that ducky is like hanging on to a stalactite or something yeah um yeah. and it was so zoomed in that the stalactite itself was like pixelated oh, no. uh and then you see it like a second later and it looks like oh uh, they zoomed oh, back out yeah. and it, everything looks fine <laughs> but it was like they had just like you know, zoomed in too far on this thing and you could see all the little like dots on it and everything. Yeah, it's definitely weird, especially because they do the 3D galaxy and then they did like a 3D rock for these three pterodactyls mm-hmm. to land on in the beginning that looked horrible. But then they don't really use 3D through the rest. There's like a lot of simulated multiplane camera stuff later uh, that I hadn't noticed as much in previous. There's versions. that weird like camera movement around the stone of cold fire that I think u- utilizes some 3D. Yep. Okay. When, when when Toronto's like in front of it, like give me the power, and it like gives me the, the power. camera kind of moves around it weirdly. Yeah. Um, I do like a movie where the big MacGuffin is nothing 
is yes. everybody thinks it's this big important thing and it turns out it's just a rock. Yeah, right. exactly. That's so I was like, what did it, I guess, it, I guess it explodes at the end and that's it. No powers. It killed them because they were lame. Like if the guardians of the galaxy had all held hands and touched it, then they would have been able to absorb the power <laughs> instead of it exploding. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I'm trying to think of what other hilarious moments there's a part. So eventually, uh, you know, I think Ducky or somebody wakes up in the middle of the night. I don't know if she also rolls over on pine cones or what, but <laughs> she wakes up in the middle of the night. Goddamn pine cones. <laughs> yeah. Goddamn. No, she has a crisis of how they treated Petrie. She can't sleep. S- Spike's like, yeah, whatever, dude, and goes oh, back right. to sleep. Oh, yeah. And then she, she goes to find Petrie to apologize. But she happens upon uh, Toronto and his cronies and hears the entire thing. And then they catch her and immediately like fly away with her. And I thought it was hilarious that like she's screaming like, Help! and then like every, all the dinosaurs wake up in a fucking panic. Like, Oh my God. What? And someone's sharp like, sharp teeth. Teeth. Yeah. <laughs> and they're yeah. like, fuck run. And, and I was just like, does this happen? Okay. You got You're telling me like none of these dinosaurs have had a nightmare or something and woke up screaming. It's like Sarah screams constantly. Yeah. And first of all, this is like the first time we've ever seen. They're all like sleeping right next to each other yeah. rather than in like their different spots in the great Valley. Super weird. Daddy tops uh, is not for that at all. Yeah. They all start panicking and running over each other. And the whole time, Littlefoot and Peachy are like, Oh, that's ducky. I know exactly where that's coming from. Let me run there immediately. And with no adult help. Yeah, yeah, the adults are just like, holy shit, we're all sharp teeth. <laughs> what what, was, what, so what was that? <laughs> yeah. And then at the end, they're like, uh, they say something like, of course the kids went after him. They saw us sitting around doing nothing <laughs> to try to save Ducky. So. Yeah, like always. <sighs> so, yeah, they are, they are all headed towards the... Uh, Triceratops Saurus Rock Mountain. <laughs> yeah, which should nope. be Saurus Rock. Three Horn Peak. Three Horn Peak. That's right. Three Horn Peaks. Um. Okay. So how do we eventually get to this? There is good inside. Well, so. they eventually. Um. It's raining so hard that they gotta go hide in this cave, right? Mm-hmm. And Ducky had fallen into a cave, and they come uh back into uh. You know, they, they, they find Ducky and they're like, yay. And, um, I think Petrie's like, I can't believe my uncle would do this. And then Ducky's like, no, but uh, he was sad or he was upset with the other ones when I fell down through the hole. Well, right. They do the whole bit where like it's after the whole meta thing where like Sarah two minutes before is just like, I like, I'm not doing it. We always do this. This always happens. You know what else always happens? They stop and rest next to the exact thing that they're trying to find. And they do that with Ducky. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, like all these, uh, all the songs, they kind of just come out of nowhere. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but he's probably good inside. I think he's good inside. And that's just like, ugh. it's just like pick a lane with this guy, you know, make him either. I mean, I, mean, I get that kids should understand nuance and that villains, you know, like we got a whole killmonger thing going on here where you're like, oh, the villain, he could be right, you know, but no, yeah. this is not that. Like, this guy's dumb. <laughs> like, you know, like... He's not worth our... I didn't I didn't hate it. I mean, I like the idea of that, like, hey, like, you have some family that, like, they're a little weird, but 
you know, you need to to, to give them a chance. You know, they, they may have caused the death of like 50 or so dinosaurs, <laughs> yeah. but, you know, he's I mean, probably point, good. I would say forgive him, but after what yeah. he did with the kidnapping ducky and all of that, then I'm yes. like, no, no, it's over. There's no good inside. Yeah, you kidnapped you know? a like, child. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And I just, yeah, I just thought this song was weird. It was another one of those like, your friend might have slapped you in the face, but he probably didn't mean it because he's good inside. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it was just like uh, a little weird. Uh, here's I've got that clip of the the colors that you guys were talking about, which I thought oh, was yeah, yeah. An, a very awkward moment in the song. No one's only black or white. We're pink and yellow and green. Ugh. <laughs> no like <laughs> do not do not like that oh, and then uh um they they also are big fans of star wars <laughs> everybody's got a little dark side to them everyone has got a little light oh how cute yeah the only yeah. Yeah, this is a terrible. This is a terrible song. Uh, like, yeah, song. and I feel like this song leads to anger, and anger leads to, to hate, hate, and hate <laughs> leads to the dark side of. I was like, the only the only good thing about this song is the very end, uh, which gives us another lovely spike moment, just like last uh. week. Ugh. Everybody has good inside. Good inside. Do we think that they will ever tire of that joke or is Spike going to sing in every damn movie? Well, now that maybe they got big feedback like, oh, my God, that song with Spike singing was so funny. You guys got to make him sing again. It's been the same people for a few movies now doing the music. And like, I feel like this is kind of like a real low for them from what we've seen so far. Yeah, the um, songs, and I don't even, I mean, I think the Great Beyond one is maybe the best, but I really don't like me, any of them. <laughs> no. No, I don't like any of them. I couldn't even pull, I, I couldn't even pull clips from the third song because I was just like, this is just so terrible. No, it's all talk singing. It's stupid. It's like, why give a song to a guy who can't sing? And who is the villain? And it's not like a nuanced villain song at all. It's dumb. Yeah, it's bad. It's like you're not Radigan, bro. Step down. <laughs> I gotta. I mean, yeah. I guess no one would be surprised to learn that none of these songs are on the best of the Land Before Time songs. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I was wondering about that. <laughs> oh God. Um. Oh, okay. So also at this point, we've seen several times at the end of scenes the two shadows of the rainbow faces like mm-hmm. going across the screen, like they're kind of omnipresent and following somehow everyone at once. Yep. Aliens. Mm, what's <laughs> happening? Um uh, on our on our journey to the uh uh I was like well, I was gonna say trihorn flats or whatever. Um <laughs> <laughs> on the way to uh what is it? Uh, three horn mountain peak? Three, three horn, horn peak. peak. I can't remember. Yeah. Down. Uh There's- there are some fun, uh, like action sequences <laughs> that I thought I had a good time with, like the water ski. Uh, yeah. yeah, the water skiing was fun. I, thought that I was, was going to cool. say about the rain and the water and this, the new animation style does allow for some of that stuff to work much better. Yeah, mm. I thought that looked. I thought that looked pretty good. 
But yeah, they like, you know, concoct this way for the kids to be like <laughs> taking this like log and then two um, parts of a log to kind of be like a, a boat <laughs> with some water skis behind it as they're like racing down this river. And I thought that was kind of fun. And it looked cool uh, f- for these movies, I think. Yeah. No Loch Ness Monster, no Nessie, no Plesiosaur jumping out and getting anybody, but I'll take it. They just trick those uh, pterodactyls into uh, flying into a rock, which is kind of fun. (laughs) I was kind of weirded out by the, like, the inconsistency of the opaqueness of their wings. Oh, like yeah. it was very like there was were a lot they of solid trend, like, where yeah. like and I get like oh okay you know now we have computer animation we can make them a little bit see through but it's like they can't be kind of see through like that unless the sun is like pointing the light has to be going through them and there should be bones and like yeah they're not dragonfly <laughs> wings like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it just looks like a solid flap of skin which is yeah. I'm pretty sure not the case. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was very weird. And I was like, that must be trickier to animate than being see-through like that. <laughs> but <laughs> okay. Also, I mean, it was funny to me that uh Rob Paulson was the pink one that sounded exactly like Pinky. Oh yeah. And then we get Jim Cummings in this one doing like the same voice he does. I mean, everything. finally. <laughs> yeah. Do you really have an animated series without Jim Cummings I know, showing he's up? Got, he's gotta show up. It's actually shocking that he hasn't been in any of these movies <laughs> up till now yeah his voice is just so distinct i was like up oh, there he is there he <laughs> is uh rob paulson you know is he has for most of these but they they're like we're not gonna pay you to just make those spike noises all right you're gonna do one <laughs> of these villains too yeah <laughs> But it was so funny because it was very the dynamic even between them was kind of very pinky in the brain like right, so right. I thought that was yeah. kind of weird. Which th- well they've had that dynamic like that's true three <laughs> times already. That's true. That's true. <laughs> it's going true, back true. to it. Oh God, I mean, so what is even the point of the villain song? He's just basically saying like I'm really awesome. The villain song. Yeah. Let me let me uh, for those who might want to look it up. The song is called "Very Important Creature." <laughs> If that VIC. doesn't, uh, yeah, if that's a VIC situation. That doesn't give you a, you know, that sounds like a really ringing tune. Very important creature. <laughs> Rolls off the tongue. It's basically just him being like, I'm so great and I can do all the stuff. And then the henchman <laughs> in, the, in the background being like, this guy's annoying. Let's kill him later on. <laughs> That was more entertaining than the actual song. <laughs> but I was just mad that, like, I mean, I, I thought about getting a clip just so you could hear how out of tune this dude is. But it's like, I was like, was this the final take of this song? Like, they put this in and you can hear him singing, like, out of tune. And, yeah, like you said, it's mostly talk singing. But the times where he does have to, like, hold a note, it's like, ugh. I feel bad for whoever recorded this. I mean, yeah. he he's he's a and featuring. Michael York. Yeah. Who, uh, was he the guy who was, was Michael York the guy who's like in Austin Powers or was that the other dude? Apparently, yes. Yeah. Here's, here's a, here's a phrase. You can just get how jaunty and just a smooth flowing song this is. Uh, Tirano, this is early on. Hey, hey, you better do it in a British accent. No, I'm going to read it deadpan. <laughs> Lame. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, I'm a very important creature, tremendously brave and strong. I find that I'm frequently right when others are often wrong. Instead of arguing blindly, they should open their eyes and see that the one who will bring them paradise is the very important me. <laughs> Why is he even seeing that at this point after he killed all those people? That's what I'm saying. Like these songs just come out of nowhere and it's just like, what? And he's like hallucinating. He's, he's like hallucinating these. Well, I don't know if he's actually hallucinating, but it's like showing all these visions of him being amazing and telling. Let me everyone. read you some uh, IMDb trivia, our favorite source. But okay. um, Michael York received a video premiere award nomination for best animated character performance in 2001 for voicing Toronto. The nomination was shared with supervising animator Zeon Davish. And then another fact. I don't know who wrote this, but (laughs) God love them. Uh, Okay. Toronto has become extremely popular among fans, featuring prominently in fan works and cited by many fans as their favorite character outside the five main characters or their favorite new character. Many fans claim that his voice actor is what makes him such an appealing character, being one of the few new characters to be voiced by an actor rather than a voice actor. His voice acting has even been compared to that of Tim Curry due to their (laughs) similar overacting and english accents oh boy one out of one found this interesting (laughs) (laughs) one out of one yeah i think that's a good uh good yikes yeah i want to read the fan uh fan works about toronto (laughs) (laughs) yeah what the fuck is that I, I'm the actually, founder of Dinosaur Nambla. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Uh, I can't believe that people would write more stories about Toronto. That makes no sense. <laughs> well, speaking of, do we think that we are going to get more aliens, or do you think that that this is it? I yeah, I was going to ask the same about Toronto. He get he gets banished for five cold times, and the aliens. Beam up to space, never to be seen again, probably. I don't think we see the aliens again. Yeah. I, no, you know, I don't think so either. Speaking I don't of, think we can see Toronto again because there's no way we can have five cold times pass <laughs> without these kids growing up. Yeah, exactly. Five cold times. I think these are just consecutive days in the life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It was exhausted. It's Worst week ever. A lot of shit going on in one month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, um, speaking of characters, I, I, I saw this when I was looking up the song for last week and I didn't want to mention it on the thing, but um, there is an episode of the animated series called like the return of the lone dinosaur. <gasps> uh, so there's possibility that some of these characters might show up back in the animated series. Oh, also mm. you said it wrong. The lone <laughs> dinosaur. Sorry, Thank you. I, I forgot. Oh God. Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think the aliens are going to, they're, you know, that would be funny though. If, if, uh, now, um, Littlefoot was like, I told you there's aliens, there's aliens. And he's going around telling everyone there's aliens. Um, no, lock him up. Yeah. Maybe get dinosaur men in black. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So it is kind of interesting. And this is like, you know, obviously overthinking what this movie is trying to do <laughs> yeah. at all. But, um, yeah, that's what we do here. Littlefoot has left the Great Valley and led these adventures many, many times as people are 
you know, verbally starting to notice, uh, you know, like this literally happens every time. I don't want to do this again, you know, etc. <laughs> yeah. But he always left for a reason. Um, and he does eventually leave for a reason in this one because Ducky is kidnapped. But the the ending reprise and the kind of like attitude that they've given Littlefoot in this one is that they're instilling a kind of like wanderlust in him <laughs> yeah. that has not been there before. And so I'm kind of like, how is that going to work in the future if you need him to stay in the Great Valley, you know, with everybody. But now he is like, I'm sure they'll just forget it and drop it. But this movie has established that he's kind of like, I just want to like go out there and explore and see, you know, how far I'll go or, you know, whatever. Yeah, it would just be great. The next movie, he's like, I've seen things, you guys. You, you have no idea. The world is, the world is so much <laughs> bigger than he's you. He's been know. gone for a year and he comes <laughs> yeah. back. He's got a beard. Yeah. Yeah. That would be puberty. <laughs> that would make us right. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I just thought it was like a, a weird thing to introduce for Littlefoot. At yeah. This point. We Although, still haven't dealt with the emotional, you know, fallout of losing his mother. And yeah. 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 I, I did like, I mean, it's a good message for kids. I, I, I'm fine with the message. I, 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 yeah, I kind of hope that he does like the, the like, let's go on a river boat adventure yeah. guys. <laughs> I did love the way the aliens leave. They're like, hey, Littlefoot, look over there. Oh, shit, what's that? And then he's like, huh, what? <laughs> and then they get, like, beamed up out of nowhere. Yes, fell wild for that old trick. Stupid Earth dinosaur fell for <laughs> I just hey, look know, over like, there. What were they even trying to teach him yeah. by coming? Why? Yeah, why were they there? They All they did was they didn't actually, like, Instill any knowledge on him. They just said like, "Hey, maybe there's more out there than you know." That was about it. But what was the? They show they they taught him how to make an elevator out of a steam shaft. That was kind of fun. Yeah, they would have died <laughs> from that. I think. <laughs> yeah. I like how they make it up to the top, and then like the rock almost comes crashing down on a Petri or something. Yeah, they probably would have died. You're right. They would die so many times. Um, I did want to talk about that the final confrontation up on the top of uh three horn peak. <laughs> I got it, I think. <laughs> um <laughs> I like the moment where like Ducky is like falling off the edge and then Toronto has like a flashback to that other dinosaur that fell to its death. Yeah, that yeah. was like he's dark. like uh, no, it's happening again. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have spent all this time finding some dumb rock. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so much back and forth and inconsistency with that character. It was it, just, it was weird. Yeah. yeah. But uh it also had the one of the most absurd moments in the movie that made me laugh because I was just like, what the fuck was that? Uh you know, there's this big uh they're like, we gotta get out of here as fast as we can. How, how are we gonna get out of here? We can't get. And then all of a sudden, you see these shadows fly over, and it's uh, Petrie's mom has come to the rescue along with the help of uh, this like giant flyer. And and this happens that I just big crack, lady crack me up. <laughs> Whoa, that is one big flyer. <laughs> huh? <laughs> they, they they make this like uh you know that they, they pan up and I, I feel like i don't know if this was also like a weird self-referential thing where they were like 
I felt like they were going to make a callback to uh, like the Nessie thing showing up and like yeah. being super nice and saving them. And this one, they're like, oh my God, look. And he just like leans forward and goes, <laughs> and they're just like, huh? <laughs> and that's it. He never, yeah. he never says anything else. They no never acknowledge explanation. Yeah, yeah. They never acknowledge. It would have been like, uh, hey, Petrie, uh, this is your new dad. Sorry, I had to tell you this way. Yeah, sorry, yeah. I had to find out this way. They don't explain anything about it. The music rises, and he just goes, and I'm just like, what the fuck? Yeah. No, this is where there should have been some pathos of Petrie's mom being like, you disgraced our family and we've been working every day to make up for what you did to the herd. Yeah. And like, I still know. hear the screams of the innocents. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nope. They just fly back and everything's fine. They, they're they're fine. sitting in their they're sitting in their weird like council uh, chambers that they have this time, where it's like a round table and there's like bleacher seats, and, <laughs> yeah. and they're like, "We sentence you to five cold times outside in the mysterious <laughs> beyond." It's bizarre. And then, like, I, I mean, to to Toronto's credit, at one he starts by saying, "I'll freeze." Like they're moving this way, like, and then and uh, Petrie shows concern, and then he just immediately flips and he's like, "I'll be fine." Like, don't worry about me. Like, it's yeah. Fine. Then when he sees Sarah's dad, he's like, "You know what? There's some stuff I'm really not gonna miss." <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I was like, "Fair enough, bro." <laughs> yeah. I did, Fair yeah. enough. He says that as he's flying away. Like, bye. <laughs> that was kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, I I hope that the aliens come back. I hope that this is, this is the start of an Avengers style building up of. Uh... <laughs> well, hey, uh, yeah. Now we've seen aliens that decided to disguise themselves as dinosaurs. Littlefoot's uh, going to invent humanity. They're, they're, yeah. I mean, are they disguised, or is that just how they look? Well, Who yeah. But I was going to, yeah, I guess. But they called them rainbow faces, like that was a thing. But maybe they were just saying that because of their faces right in that moment. Yeah. <laughs> they just they just made it up. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows how their language works? What is that rainbow face saying? <laughs> um Yeah, I mean, I think yeah, if there's aliens, uh, the chances of there being humans showing up is like skyrocketing. <laughs> yeah. Well, is is yeah. rainbow is that re- like any real dinosaur that so I mean, I they're modeled no after way of real, us knowing. They're, they're modeled after real dinosaurs that did have colorations on their faces, but they are not like known as rainbow faces. <laughs> There's not colorations. How do we even know that any dinosaurs had coloration on their face? We don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a it's a gallimimus is what it says on Wikipedia. Yeah. Hmm. I think that there's some stuff with pigmentation, but like we don't know which ones had feathers. I guess you could tell, like did. depending on how the bone, how damaged the bones are, how much sun got through the. Yeah. Oh well, we're overthinking it. Um, yeah. <laughs> I would say in 2000 they were not. Yeah, they were not quite. We did see that out. someone in the background or on the side that was feathered in yep. this one. Mm-hmm. I was oh, like, really? that really stood out to me. Yeah, oh, I didn't notice that. No explanation, but they were there. Interesting. Well, I think that it might be time that we decide how many crunchy, crunchy pine cones would you give <laughs> the land before time, the spit hot fire, <laughs> the legend of the cold fire, <laughs> that stone cold fire, the cold fire. 
Petrie's creepy uncle. Yeah. Goldstone um, Creamery, the movie. God, I mean, <sighs> Uncle Petrie's creepy quest. <laughs> Follow me, I, children. I like don't even remember like where I'm at with this these rankings, but I don't know. This one kind of pissed me off, and so I uh, want to give it three pine cones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, what's that? Oh, three just annoyed cones. me. Like the the songs are bad, the characters are bad. Like I don't know. Yeah, this was a step back for sure for me. I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna also go three uh, annoying annoying pine cones that won't let me sleep. Um. Uh. Yeah. It's just like the uh, the songs were so bad. Um. And the whole aliens thing was like super wonky and like, why, why did they, I don't know. It you didn't think, even matter. Yeah, It, it was not any part sense. of anything. It's just, it just seemed like they were all of a sudden at the end going to be like, it's aliens, but the, yeah, it didn't, it didn't matter to the rest of the movie. And, uh, it didn't matter to the rest of the dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's dumb. It's dumb. Bad movie. Don't watch it. Skip. Uh, I'm going to give it four crunchy country pine cones. Ugh. I like that they, the villain wasn't sharp teeth. The t- Toronto didn't annoy me as much because <laughs> I like that they were trying to, to, they failed, but they tried to make a nuanced villain that had a lesson. They just picked the wrong like metrics for what he did in, in the order that he did them. <laughs> um, but yeah, the songs are terrible. I hope the aliens come back, <laughs> but they probably won't. <laughs> also, we had so much fun last week. This week, no special features at all. I know. I yeah. was Lame. so sad. I thought for sure. I was like, well, it's they- the same disc. So I I'm know. like, what? I, yeah. I, I, I also like that the, it's the four. It, most of the four comes from them actually starting to make some meta jokes and being a little bit self-aware. I did enjoy that. Yeah. That part was nice, but it wasn't enough to make me be like, this movie's worth watching. <laughs> no, yes, for sure. I mean, it is, yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to assume that this is the only time there's aliens, and it is kind of interesting that they went that route, but just like, I don't know. They should have done something more with it. I like to give me geriatric giant turtle. That's more fun. If you're going to have aliens, just fucking beam Littlefoot onto a ship or something. <laughs> but let's go somewhere totally crazy and not be in the Great Valley for one yeah. second. <laughs> That would have been nice, okay? That would have been nice. Well, do we have predictions for what happens next? Yeah, well, I can give you the title of the eighth Land Before Time film that comes out just a year later because they're just cranking these things out like like it's a TV episode. Um, This one is called The Land Before Time 8, The Big Freeze. Oh, so you're right. It is like two months later, and it's the first long cold Cold time. Do we think this is our Christmas episode coming up? It could be. (laughs) Or the Ice Age crossover? Yeah, it could be. Well, it could be Ice Age stuff. Let's hope they get into some Christ tropes in the middle of this. Let's hope they get into some Christ tropes. That's just that's what we need to be talking about on this. (laughs) Yeah. They did Scientology with the aliens. Now we're gonna <laughs> just gonna do a right. tour of world religions. They just started with Scientology. But yeah. you know what, though, based on the calculations that I uh, just did, <laughs> it's time for a Trumper 
to come back again. Because oh, is he, is we he had every- two and then three, four, five was Mysterious Island and then six, seven, eight, which should be another chomper. Ooh. I thought you were going to do like a Fibonacci sequence thing. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> maybe. Oh, man. Well, I hope so. Yeah. I mean, if, if, if we're doing better. that, then he won't be back until nine. Uh, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, what do you think is going to be? What do you think the villain is going to be? Or are they just going to be like dealing with it snowing for one day? It's just going to be a super <laughs> brutal survival movie. Ducky's going to die of exposure. <laughs> Maybe a polar bear? Oh. It's like the revenant. It'll be a saber tooth tiger. They have to oh, learn okay. to go ice fishing. But sometime. that's that's wrong. <laughs> saber tooth tiger. Yeah. <laughs> wow, a woolly mammoth is passing through the town. Yeah. Yep. Oh, boy. Um, well, I think that's probably going to be about it for this one. That's it. Uh, not much else to talk about on that movie. <laughs> pretty rough. Pretty rough. Um, so, Elis, where can people reach out to us? Yeah, uh, you can email us, sequelrights at gmail.com, or find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Sequel Rights. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Five stars goes a very long way in helping other people find us and join us on our journey beyond the mysterious beyond. Uh, also, by my no, uh, another cal- set of calculations, you have, I think, one more day to donate uh, to us if you're listening to this on the day that it comes out for uh, our fundraising for the Leukemia and, Foma, blah, blah, Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. I'm very tired. Uh, so you can sign up for either of my virtual escape rooms or you can just donate money to our fundraisers at um, bit.ly slash Elis Hates Cancer. Uh, that's B-I-T dot L-Y slash Elizabeth's cancer. Do it. There's still Do time it. to help out and make a difference. You'll feel good yeah. about it. You've saved so much money during the pandemic, hopefully. Maybe. <laughs> maybe not. Um, but uh, yeah, just uh, throw a little bit towards the LLS and it'll be, it'll make you feel good inside. All right. Heck yeah. And help people. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, yeah, that's it, you guys. We'll see you with our parkas on next week (laughs) for the land before time eight the big freeze beyond the mysterious beyond out past the smallest light that's twinkling you cannot even have an inkling of what is going on for example there's this enormous black beyond the mysterious beyond out where the darkness is the scariest out where the wonders are the rarest Past the edge of dawn There's so much more to everything Than anyone supposes The answers lie inside your dreams And underneath your noses Beyond this mysterious beyond They act like they really think they know it all But I won't believe it till they show it all I trust what my eyes can see Not some dumb beyond Friends of yours? Uh, not really They joined up with us some time ago Always asking questions, talking in riddles Harmless, I think, but, well, they are a bit strange You're all a bit strange if you ask me Beyond the mysterious beyond Think of the things that we could see there 
Oh, how I wish that we could.